No, I got no sparkle. Sorry. <laughs> That's because we're all taking naps. I know. God, fuck you and your nap suggestions. <laughs> Time to nap. <laughs> You're listening to episode 83, Time to Lean, and here's a song, John and Phil. Uh, well, they have a beverage, and then they talk a little bit, and then they write an original song. Every now and then, they have a special guest, and today's special guest is author Lee Howard. And old friend. I was going to suggest we should do a, a podcast of like <laughs> us, <laughs> the three of us, taking an hour long nap. <laughs> well, it would the same. It would two 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 of us would just be this you know constant no, uh, CPAP machine noise. <laughs> well, yeah, people well, like that white noise, so we might be able be, to sell yes. It. Maybe there could be some gas or. <laughs> The occasional cough or groan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe one of us would have a like, squeaky I mean, bed or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, there would be something. Be now, now that now take that sleep baseball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, then, and then and like every you know couple minutes we could like insert like later in the editing process. Wait a minute, you know, it, insert some some sound effect, yeah, like yeah, some like strange fire voice fire or, truck going by or something. no it's yeah, a, it's a yeah. sleep podcast of people sleeping. <laughs> yeah wow that's meta we're gonna take sleep radio oh take it sleeping radio <laughs> sleeping radio sleep. we're, gonna, we're gonna cut out we're gonna cut out this middleman concept of a baseball game <laughs> yeah, just yeah, cut right to the sleep you and your new york <laughs> bullshit <laughs> Oh, maybe I'll have a character fall asleep on the Sleep Baseball podcast. So we have a special guest today, um, which we didn't announce. We just kind of jumped into it. But 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 Matt P likes the uh, the cold openings, so that's fine. It's all um, he's our uh, listener or one of our listeners. <laughs> this, our listener. This is uh, <laughs> audience of one. And we're going to use his full name, I think, because he's an author and he might talk about his books. So he would want his last name. Usually we use use the initial. Matt P is not his full name? No. No. We're, That's his first name, Matt, Matt P. Name. It's like Joe B, but it's Matt P. That's well, Lee thank Howard. You. Thank you, Matt. Okay. Well, there we go. And, and I'm not, just to let you know, I'm not bringing my A game. I'm not bringing my B game. I'm bringing my C minus game, which is oh, no. which is why I'm calling myself Junior High Lee. This because is... okay. you got but, C minuses in Junior but, High. Yes, but I'm gonna do my best. That's all we do. We yeah. we don't ever bring our A game, Lee. There's no A pressure. A pressure. Air pressure. Oh no, I, 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 don't, I don't feel pressure. <laughs> there's a lot but... of air pressure. <laughs> no, there's there's plenty of that. We air. have no air pressure. We're, Speaking of gas, it's running low. My left tire's flat. Uh, well, welcome to the new year. Oh, here we I go. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. I'm still writing my checks with twenty twenty one. I don't write checks. You write checks. <laughs> you write a lot of checks. <laughs> Grandpa. Not only, not only are you in the habit of still writing twenty twenty one, you're still in the habit of writing checks and you can't change that. <laughs> That's your mistake. Just don't write checks. Yes. I write checks write. to myself for when I deposit money. <laughs> and I have a bank. No. You have a bank? Phil's bank. Wow. The bank of Phil. Hunter Bank, maybe. No? There probably is one, unfortunately. You just have your own currency. Ah, uh, Phil coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that maybe not. 
Oh, fine. Yeah, welcome, Lee. It's been a while. And, and we'll, we'll edit it so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I really will. No, I'm 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 here to I'm here to be whatever it is. January is a kind of a shitty month. I think we should all yep. just be able to hibernate through it. I'm a little bit sick, maybe, or recovering from a a COVID vaccine shot I got a couple days ago. Oh, interesting. So you I'm, got the I'm latest, sleep deprived. The latest boost. Yeah, and yeah. also I'm sleep deprived. Okay. So, so yeah, like soon check. after the like the day after I got the the booster, I I woke up at two a.m. and then I was awake till. 10 p.m. What? That night. And then last night, I have a dog housemate who... Okay. For some reason, last couple nights, he's come to my room because he wants to go out at 3.30 in the morning in the backyard. Not sure why he's coming to me, except that just I'm nice to him. And and our relationship has has gone up to another level lately. And so I think he's, you know, thinking, hey, this Lee guy, instead of waking up my, my dog mom... I'm going to go get that guy, uh-huh. let her sleep. And then he can take me out oh, right. at three 30 in the morning, which, which normally, you know, wouldn't be so terrible, but if you could get back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I have trouble yep, falling back to sleep worst. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the three o'clock time is, is kind of peak insomnia. The witching hour. That when you just can't get back to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I've been that having a lot be of sleep times. problems lately too. I don't, but the, like you said, Lee, this, this month is it, it's it's like after the holidays and in, in between spring, you just know that spring isn't going to be for a while. It's kind of in the, the hump of winter or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and we've already been yeah. through so much winter to begin with. Getting a little year, tired of especially. it, especially. Yeah, yeah. With all the well, that's I'm trying to do. That's why I uh, I did that snowshoeing thing. I, I took a snowshoeing class. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And uh, fight back. I, well, I, I think that's an idea. I think that's an idea. I think you just got to figure out how to uh, get still get outside. You know. Yeah, I mean, I do. I know I you do. For, you're I shoveling. I go for long walks, and I'm well, yeah, well, shoveling. You're also a shoveling enthusiast, aren't you? You're very yes, much. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I wish I had the. You know, if I were younger, I'd be like, I would, I would make it like my seasonal career. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to break into it. that. It's kind of hard to break into that gig at our age. In your fifties, yeah, it's not recommended. <laughs> yeah, no. and also, and also the you know I don't want to go back into debt for you know to go to shoveling school. Shoveling school. Oh yeah, I mean I think That's it's kind not, of a scam. I think it's, it's kind of a scam because they make you buy be. this special shovel. It may be, you and know, you like have to hand, take up these you know, handles. One hundred and one. Is that really? Yeah. yeah well, here, here's a question. Are, are, you have where to make you your shovel on the those ergonomic you know angled shovel. Oh, I hate those fuckers. Things. I I I think that's I don't just a miss. Never a just good old fashioned shovel. I I I yeah. have a shovel that has a weird bend in the handle. That's what you mean, right? Yeah, it's got this angle. I think I think the only thing I like about you, it is you when supposedly I, don't have to bend over as far. I think. Well, I know, but I what I like to rest it on my shoulder when I'm walking back up the hill in the driveway. And that's a nice bend. That's there. the main benefit, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if if we knew how to use them, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> that, that might help. But oh, who wants, who, wants to, who wants to mess with that shit? That's I was like, using it backwards. Just give me the. Just give it to me straight. I'm pushing the snow with the handle. What are you drinking, Lee? Kombucha? Oh, Junior Highly. Uh, You're probably just, having the soda pop. <laughs> I just actually just water. Sadly, I don't have any alcohol. water. Clear. It is clear, but it has ice in it. Barkeep. How are you doing? Yeah, I'll have uh, 
water on the rocks uh, in the coupe glass. So it's still water. It's not yeah. bubbly. Also, alcohol makes me sleepy, so that's mm-hmm. probably not what I need right now. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you need a Mister Pib, and, and it makes me less coherent. Yeah, Mister Pib would be. Nice. Or is it? It's as it's now called Pib Extra with the Justin letter X. Oh, they still do mean? that. Why? Why did well, they? Well, everything. I thought that was a trend during, during the extreme years. Yeah, I thought they'd get over that. It they <laughs> never got over that. Years. Where everything was that I I think that that really got big in the oh, must have been the nineties. Yeah, but when, why didn't they get out of that? Just everything was extreme, and, well, and like that's when surge Mr. soda Pip got classic. big. Surge. Yeah. yeah, and then where do you go from there though? It's like. Oh, that's that's it. How do, how do you get higher than extreme? It's it's like the uh, like the overuse of the word awesome. Yeah, how, yeah. What's above extreme? Where would you go with that? Lee's a Lee's a writer. He should know. Or or these these brand Mr. names. Mr. Pib Armageddon. Like like so, <laughs> Apple does these um, names for their Doctor Holocaust computer chips. You know, like and <laughs> they 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 like the first um, above normal is called. They often call them Pro, right? Okay. Yeah. And then, it, and with Apple, it doesn't mean it's professional or anything. It just really means it's more expensive. And then, but recently they they had to make another one above the one that's called Pro. And well, what do you call it? Well, they called it um, Ultra. <laughs> oh, Ultra. And then I think the one above that is called uh, Max or something. <laughs> and Ultra Max. And and just like it's so ridiculous, Mister Pib and, Ultra and the, Max Plus. Else, not Apple yeah. called their product the Max with two X's. They just you know one X wasn't enough. Oh man, three X's and then it's, it's <laughs> a little really naughty. Awful branding. It's really that, gone downhill since Steve bucks. Jobs left. <laughs> yeah, or died. He wasn't perfect. Yeah. What, what was he thinking? Yeah. What was he? <laughs> well, let's see, Phil. Uh, what do you got on board? Well, I got kombucha. this old Forester. What What do you got? What am I drinking? I got. Uh, Are you playing? I got the uh, old Forester, which is my uh, current favorite. The hundred proof, as you can get it about twenty five bucks nowadays. Stuff's that's, good. Good bang for your buck. It's nice. It's nice. It's got it's a extreme. bang. It's first bottled or whatever. I'm sorry, hundred proof. What am that's I saying? A little story, right? That they were the first bottled bourbon. Yeah. Okay. This this whiskey is distilled by us only, and we are responsible for its richness and fine quality. Its elegant (laughs) flavor is sole. I forgot my glasses. Is solely due to original fineness developed with penultimate maximum care. There is nothing. There is nothing more ultra in the market. Old Forester Extreme. It's truly transcendental. What do you got, John? What do you got on tap? Um, okay, okay. I, <laughs> what do you got out of the barrel there? I have sniffing the a whiskey called Brimstone. Brimstone? Yeah, it's made by that Texas distillery, uh, Oh, Bel- Balconis. Phil didn't get the opportunity to use his joke that that's Italian for balcony. Little did he know that that is Italian for balcony. And I, I picked this up out over the holiday time when I was in Rapid City. What it is, it's a, it is a corn, it's an all corn whiskey. So it's a little cream bit of different corn from bourbon. 
and it's uh, cast strength, so it's very extreme. Well, it's not quite, yeah, I don't know, 53% <laughs> it's pretty strong. And what's brimstone about it is that it's a smoked whiskey, and they use um, Texas scrub oak smoke. Oh, they make this stuff. I've had this before, haven't I? Maybe. Maybe. No, I remember something with Texas scrub smoke. Oh, could be. I don't know. Maybe not. I I had not had it prior to getting this particular one. And the scrub was harvested by George W. Bush. (laughs) Just about. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, it is one of the darkest whiskeys in color I have, I have ever seen. It's very, and, and I don't think they're adding any colorant or anything like that to it. Very, oh. very but it, it's smoky. It's got this, I mean, the it's, it's really a flavor bomb, but it's kind of one note, kind of s- sweet and almost, uh, you know, it, it's a very wood smoke. It, it's not like scotch smoke where it, where that's really peaty. Yeah. Where it's, it, does, it doesn't have any of that kind of grassy, fire or stuff that or there's definitely nothing scotch like about its smoke but it's it's got this really sweet kind of almost a root beer and molasses and then it's got this what this this heavy smoke char kind of thing too can you drone a glass over to me yeah there you go yeah it might clear you up (laughs) but yeah it's it's really uh it, it it's good and I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it all the time, but I needed something extreme after my after my nap. Yeah. <laughs> extreme nap. Yeah, it's terrible. I I I, I was uh, doing stuff earlier today. And John is lying. I I just about you know mid afternoon like oh shit. <laughs> this this is a Saturday, so fortunately fortunately I wasn't working. Yeah. And I it just like well. I, I think I need to just take a nap. No, I do every. And then you guys were on email were talking about it, so I'm like, oh, well, that yeah, the, the peer pressure cool. is pretty pretty difficult yeah. difficult to resist. <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah. Come on, man. You really want you, a nap? You know it, man. We all you nap. Know you want it. You're asleep. You know you want it. Yeah. We're all the we're all on the Napster. Napster. We're all gonna be there at the same time. Remember Napster? Oh, I remember. I took a nap yes. on Napster. Yeah, hey, no, that's could, a brand we, name, Napster. We could make a new a new app, a new a new Napster app where you can like find friends to like nap with at the same time. See? And then you then you can like, you know, encourage each other about taking the nap and then you can report back after the nap and and d- discuss how it went. And then it's yeah, and then you, could, you, you could everything's gamified now. You could you could also have have medals and little achievements. Yeah. <laughs> Longest little, nap. Little, well, actually, sleeping, actually, you know, the sleeping dumb, avatar the the CPAP machines companies they do keep that track. already. Yeah, you get they a little send you gold these star, little, little stars and stuff, and pat you on the back if you if you use your machine a number of hours. So okay, so this is yeah. the nap app. Were you were you th- thinking about in real life, like somebody come over and kind of like a spoon with you or something, or is this just well, like a that, virtual? That sort of thing does. It, I was thinking virtually because yeah, just the, the, yeah. The logistics, somebody has invented like, this. Like, like when you're really when you're really sleepy, you probably don't want to. Go travel. Yeah. So Nap App Plus maybe would be the IRL version. Nap App Extreme. (laughs) I think. For extreme napping, it's like not by yourself. Right. Virtually, you have a virtual tribe. Or or maybe maybe they have. It's like it's it's like like, option too. Yeah. 
I mean, this could be like a throwback to our original ancient days where, you know, we all just piled together into the cave. Yeah, yeah the huddle. Form, yeah, the huddle. Pile, sure. and, uh, like flying squirrels kept, do. Kept, kept warm and yeah, just slept. So it'll be like that, except mm-hmm. you don't have to actually go find a cave. It's a virtual cave. A virtual cave. An extreme virtual cave. Well. The Time to Lean podcast. An extreme virtual cave. With extra corn. All mm, corn. Whoever thought of corn, going on. corn making things out of corn? You ever Let's hear make people, whiskey uh, out of it? People refer to uh, the pandemic time when everybody was home as corn, like quarantine. No, mm-hmm. I thought that was a band. That. No, that's corn. No, that's that's K- K- I, I assume K O R N. U U O R N. Corn. Corn. I never heard that. See, John. John During keeps me corn, up with what the kids are saying. <laughs> Not listening to corn with a K. <laughs> corn. I never heard I that. Know. I heard it, it on a fucking podcast somewhere. I don't oh, know. Oh, well. So what, are you, so what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to do some corn. Yeah. I'm going to be corning. <laughs> Just corning. I like to watch corn. John Cornyn, the politician. I'm watch some corn. I'm going to watch other people in quarantine. It's called watching corn. I'm going to eat some oh, corn. That, that was kind of like everybody doing Zoom calls all the time. That was Yeah, that was corn. Corning. Hey, man, I remember corn. We Let's never, get on Zoom and corn. We never really yeah. got out of it, though. It's, it's still a pandemic, isn't it? I guess I don't know. I mean, we're not like totally locked I don't know if down. It's technically, I don't know what it is. Well, actually, the it's federal government pandemic. has not not formally canceled the declaration thing. Just yeah. like they never formally canceled the war on terror. The war on terror twenty years ago. Once the government starts something, they just never start stop it. True. Yeah. I think we're still in the Cold War, and we didn't even know it. That it, we, we they said it ended. The wall fell. That's true. We got into a different. Maybe it's a different kind of Cold War. Well, we're we're yeah. kind of doing it again we're, though. With yeah, we are. Rain. Cold War Two. Well, the eighties are yeah. coming back. It's nostalgia. Let's go against mm-hmm. Russia again. Well, the stuff with Ukraine. It's actually it's part of the disintegration. It's another phase of the disintegration of the Soviet Empire. Exactly. Really, and it, it's so and it's, yeah. you know, we thought it was all. Yeah, this was all over twenty no, years ago. But it wasn't. 30 years Vlad. ago. It really Vlad isn't. Yeah. It was never over for Vlad. No, he just couldn't pull out. <laughs> no, couldn't pull we, out. I think we had a lot of naive, wishful thinking back then. Well, yeah, well, Boris was, Yeltsin will make everything fine. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he handpicked Putin. Yeah, there's a lot of... So that was a bad... That was a class... You know, I mean, just... You know, the contingencies of history are, are pretty weird, right? Like, what if he had picked a great guy? He probably had to pick him, though, Lee. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. No? He was the president. But he was, has, he was, had something on him. Vlad knew everything. He was yeah. in the... Was was Putin still in the uh, the former KGB establishment at the time, though? And Did he have much power? I don't actually know. No, I don't, I don't think so. Interesting. I think he sort of... I'm not quite sure. I don't remember the story of why Yeltsin liked him or thought he was a good yeah. choice. Oh. He, he, he played him, and yeah. And, yeah, well... And he he bought him that, some vodka. And, but but he had yeah. a, he had a vision. He was good at getting him drunk. <laughs> Rebuild the Soviet Union. That's yeah, what it's about. Gonna, it's crashing his country. Yeah, exactly. And and I think also maybe getting some plastic surgery. I'm not sure, but that's what you know. That what teach their own. Yeah. And maybe destroying the world. We'll 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 see. Yeah, it's plastic surgery for the world. It's a kind of plastic surgery. <laughs> it is oh. melted melted plastic surgery. Melted metal. 
So yeah, so speaking um, of drones, apocalypse extreme. We 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 originally <laughs> when we set up we set out to have Lee on the show. We were going to not only talk about his book, which we'll get to, but also um, we were going to talk about the David Lynch version of Dune, but we didn't watch it. No. So I think we were we were too okay. busy napping. Maybe we would ever do that. Who cares what we think about that? But uh, we're too busy napping. <laughs> too busy napping but uh that but oh. the so we didn't do that and then i think our our fallback was well let's let's talk about the year in review or some shit yeah like I, I i thought a top three top three we'd each come with the top three top three list and maybe about the last did, year did but then both? i got to th- i got to thinking about it and i was like i don't really remember a lot about 2022 no. so it, it, Top three anything. This top sure. th- this is gonna be a very squishy category. Squishy. Top three squishy things. All right, we, Goldie. This is where we needed to book up book Andy to come in and give us a quiz. <laughs> hey. No, I have I have my top three things. Yeah. Well good. Well let's let's what we should I want to talk not, about what really you're doing a C minus thing. What should we do first though? <laughs> Uh-oh. I gotta maintain my C minus. Uh, so we have the um Quick, so I'm already, already ahead of you guys. That that's, <laughs> and you're the pros. What gives? Not extreme guys. Speaking well, of extremes. it kind of took everything out of us to to crank out that Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very it was a very quick turnaround after the one before for us. So it was, Aww. we did it. it hey, it was all so just to, yeah, to shock and awe without the awe part. Glenda was a little frightened, I think, or something. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think why'd you, Matt, why'd you scare Glenda? Matt called it a Christmas miracle or something. <laughs> it was back. Oh, was this where you had like like a bunch of people, or was it? The- no, no, it's just back to back episodes released almost. It, it, the last oh. couple of years, we would talk about holiday things, and but the episode would come out like a month after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so we would get some flack for that, and this year, damn it, we're going to show them. And, oh, and it, release it before it did almost kill me though. So, and and then of course yeah. we recover from that, and school just started at our colleges. And... Yeah, you know I think you can't win with that because either you're going to release it not during Christmas, and people will be like, "Why do I want to think about Christmas?" Exactly when it's not Christmas, and then when it's Christmas, it's like we're always thinking about Christmas now. Why do I have to listen to more Christmas shit? So yeah, can, and yet people it's, it's a no do. win. It's a no win. No, people are gonna resent it no matter what. Probably <laughs> if we were smart, we would record one in July and save it. And well, then just and just upload it. I think we should December. do a Christmas in July special. Yes. That's yeah. what you should do. That's true. People might like that. And have skinny skinny Santa can show up and skinny and, uh, Santa? So yeah, well he I he's I think he like loses a lot of weight in between and then she, his uh, wife Mrs. Santa is Mrs. That, Claus that, has to um, bulk him up. That eat one, Santa uh, eat. That's from that uh Santa Claus is coming to town stop motion special. So what that's yeah. from? Well, or Rudolph. He he just he just was kind of depressed, I think. Well, I think you're 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 combining two of them. So I, well, I I like to the, do the that. The Santa eat stuff is from Rudolph, I think. Yeah. But skinny, he was never skinny. I think the skinny one is when he. Oh, he was skinny. What? It's like his pants. His pants. Well, in one of them, I don't know. Okay. I don't. 
I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm not, I'm not an extreme. I'm not an extreme Santa stop action fan. But I, I'm thinking of the the image I've got in my head is the one. It's Santa Claus is coming to town, where he looks like a plastic Richard Chamberlain. If you can picture that. Oh no, that's. I think that wasn't that the Jack Frost or something was the speaker, the narrator. That's not Santa Claus is coming to town. No, I don't. No, never mind. I don't know. No, <laughs> okay. the narrator on Santa Claus. No, no, that was uh, Jimmy Durante or no. <laughs> well, he sings. He sings it, but no. God damn it, Richard Chamberlain. No, I'm just kidding. No, he looks like Richard Chamberlain though. He's got kind of reddish hair and. Oh, oh, that's that's the Klondike guy. Well, that's Yukon Cornelius. That's yeah, when he was Yukon younger. Cornelius. No, there's all kinds of. No, no, specials. no. This is this is Santa. <laughs> he looks like Rich Chamberlain. Santa, the son of a bitch. Oh well. Anyway, what, what are we talking about? Christmas. Fuck you. Shit. Because okay. Christmas kicked your ass because you guys were over potting. Oh, the pod. You did mind. pod extreme and you blew your pod wad. <laughs> pod wad. <laughs> Okay, so it's like a pod I, I one. looked it up. It's the, the it the it's Santa Claus is coming to town, nineteen seventy. It's the same people who made Mickey the Rourke. And uh, Fred Astaire is the narrator. Fred Astaire, yes, thank you. <clears throat> God, Mickey amazing. Rooney's in it. Who the hell did he play? He played Santa. He's he's more of an elf. No, he did the Santa voice because it's like, wow, no, you're over right. here and ho, ho, ho. Wow. Okay. He played Mrs. Claus. And, and of course, Burgermeister, Meister Burger is the. Oh, that. Burgermeister, Meister Burger. There'll be no more that, toys. That's, uh, that's that, that was voiced by Paul Freeze. Uh, oh. You, you know who that is. He he used to be the, the big voiceover guy in the old days. I so should look him was up. Was he supposed to be a Russian? It or was an Eastern German. European strange country. Yeah, he was a, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There'll be no more but, toy makers for the king. Anyway, if you go yeah. look at an image of, of the Santa character, yeah, he. But definitely the commies trying to take our. Our, 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 Jesus, our, our Jesus and Santa. And yeah. our toys. And our toys. Well, yeah, yeah, about our loot. All the toys that we had made in China. The fruits so, of our American labor. So when Lee was on last, he talked about his first, um, not his first novel, but, um, and then he wrote a second one to that, the sequel. It's going to be what? The first in his current series, I believe. And then he's got, now he's got, he's taking a break from that kind of and doing another thing. And and he's just got all kinds of things going on. What's, what's up, man? That's that's true. What's what's the name of your series? It's The Walls of Covenant. Yes. And Covenant is a city and it has walls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another brick in the walls of that's covenant. basically that's basically what you need to know soundtrack by roger um, waters roger waters yeah yes I, i've contacted him about it good um it might be he derivative just, he, he, he sent back a whole bunch of just weird kind of political stuff so i don't yeah see uh, I don't, I don't netanyahu to, i don't know what to think <laughs> um so yeah so i've got this fantasy series that uh that's three more books i need to finish in that uh, it's probably gonna take another ten years to do all that. Um, but you're then, faster than the. But uh, I need a break. I needed a break from that and wanted to do something different that kind of involves more contemporary material. 
and so I'm working on a science fiction type book that's based on inspired by Dante's Divine Comedy. And so, like, <laughs> kind of instead of you know, so so the Divine Comedy is divided up into three parts. Like one part takes place in hell, one part takes place in purgatory, and one part takes place in Rapid City Paradise. Yes. Also known as Rapid City. <laughs> oh, that's purgatory, at least. It might not be yes. hell, but... I got that yes. wrong, sorry. Yeah, so so in my story, uh, it's like uh, Mars is kind of the version of hell, and Earth is purgatory, a.k.a. Rapid City, and <laughs> and then Venus is is heaven, and so it's that's sort of the basic... I'm following the basic structure that, that, that he Oh, uh, this created. sounds cool. I think it is pretty cool. Um, like I finished the the Mars Inferno section, which I'm hoping is going to be at least half of the book. <laughs> like he has, Dante has the three parts pretty much exactly the same length, and I'm going to try and have the same number of chapters, but not the same length. Uh, but but the Mars section is is pretty it's pretty gory, <laughs> it's pretty dark. Um, so I'm glad to be done with that <laughs> and hopefully i'll have a i'll have it finished like this year by the end of the year no shit i hope so see i, I hope so we'll see i mean it's, it's supposed to be shorter than my other books so no yeah this, but it'll uh, be a trilogy it knowing three, when you get done three part yeah, it, book it's or a, is it's it a challenge books? it's going to be one book okay okay with three parts got it yes yes exactly yep yep yeah you now lee you you i know you've been very interested in the the divine comedy itself for a long time it's obviously looms large in our literary culture (laughs) oh yes but what what about it what about it what about it speaks to you it's an amazing achievement um i think it's one of the greatest achievements in like human creativity of all time like there's nothing that's better than than it and so it's as good as anything and i think the thing that makes it the, the potentially the greatest or one of the greatest is just that it includes like just kind of all aspects of reality and human experience and just the whole range, like the whole scale of sort of being from kind of absolute, you kind of have Satan at the, in the, in the, in, in literally like the bunghole of the universe, at the, you know, the center of the world <laughs> where it's just like absolute cold and absence of love and meaning. And it's, and then you have this, you go through this chain, this ladder that rises up and up and up through the levels of hell, through the, through the levels of the mountain of purgatory, through the levels of the spheres of the heavens, until you reach, you know, you escape like Satanist or this ultimate materiality and motionlessness and, and imprisonment. And then you escape into this Empyrean realm that's beyond space and time. And so, you know, we go with Dante on this journey from just the absolutely most negative possible, the most absence of good possible, to to infinite good. And so it just fills in this whole sort of scheme. So it's really it's really pretty mind blowing, mind blowing stuff. If I had lived at the time, I would have been like, hey, this guy basically got it. Like this is reality. He's told, he's told us the way the, the universe works and the, why human beings are the way they are and why things are the way they are. And the, the, the stuff that he didn't explain and can't explain, you know, he explains why he can't explain it. 
you know. That's so he's kind of like saying, bases, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, well, here, here's here's what here's what we can know, and and here's why we can't know what we can't know, and this is this is the this is the, the setup, and it's pretty Rumsfeldian, yeah, yeah. Try no and, knowns, you know, and then try to uh, go out and take this knowledge under your wing and and try to be good. And remind me again when this was written. Uh, like 1300. Yeah. Wow. Like the early 1300s. So, yeah. And really, there's a lot of really amazing, there's just a lot of astonishing things. Like you'd think it would be, uh, uh, I mean, there's obviously back, you know, things that are, it's not, it's not politically correct, <laughs> but, but there's a lot you're, of, you're like, saying they weren't very woke. At the time. Yeah. They were not very woke in a way, but, but Dante for his time. I mean, he's a he's a medieval Italian Catholic. Okay, he puts popes in hell. Well, so you know, some probably he, are. He, some he probably against, are. He was against the system. You know, he was against the man, so to speak, and yeah, a major a major critic of, of wealth and and uh, the corruption of the church, which he compared to you know the beast from the Book of Revelation. Wow. Um, yeah, that it that had gotten to that point, like it shouldn't have been. You know, and it like, did. Like, I mean, he was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, just like, like Satan. So Satan originally was the most beautiful angel, and now he's become the most disgusting, ugly, pathetic thing in the universe. Mm. Frozen, just stuck in the middle of the at the middle of the earth, just a prisoner. So uh, yeah. So yeah. So, so the idea that that we can move beings can move up and down this scale, you know. And that's what human beings do. So along the, along his journey through hell and then purgatory and then through the, the heavens, right? He's meeting all these individual people, often people he knew, like he's putting people he knew in hell, in purgatory, in heaven. Mm. And, and so you're seeing their different personalities and their, you know, the things that got them there and uh, their qualities. Um, so it just paints this picture of this huge variety of type of human beings and types of human beings and and you know the the you know, sometimes very tragic like people just making a really bad choice um yeah and and then they're screwed <laughs> you know like uh but they have a they, chance to redeem not not if they're in hell if they're in, if you're in purgatory you you get uh you go through a lot of suffering but you're gonna make it yeah. it's like you're basically you're going to make it to heaven but you have to be sort of purified and re-educated. It's like a re-education camp. Yeah. Oh, re-indoctrination. Yeah, but if that, you're in that hell, part especially has been been recycled so many times. Well, all of it really, but yeah, yeah. But if you're in hell, you're you're stuck there. But 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 the, the fun thing is that that Dante works in these little, really unexpected, weird things that make you wonder if that's totally true. So, for instance, there was this legend about the emperor Trajan, who was a Roman emperor. And there was a like a, a sculpture or a frieze or something made of him showing. There's a story about him showing compassion for this widow, like a widow of a soldier, maybe. And so a pope, a good pope, saw this image and was so moved by it. And Trajan had died. You know, he wasn't a Christian. He died before he had a chance to become a Christian. But he was this, known as this very um, just, noble, compassionate sort of person this great king and this great emperor. And so the Pope prayed, he was so moved by this image that he prayed for Trajan's soul and Trajan was miraculously resurrected 
and he was in hell. <laughs> he was miraculously resurrected. So he's brought back to life and given the chance to convert to Christianity. And then Dante meets him in heaven. Wow. So he's an example of someone that actually was condemned to hell, but got out. There's some loopholes. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems to suggest that, right? So there's lots of things like that where he's like, you know, I think people would assume that it's going to be very doctrinaire and very dogmatic and very, you know, kind of hard lines and, and kind of cruel. And, and, and there's a lot of cruelty in it and a lot of dark things. Um, but it seems to me like, you know, Dante's really playing with a lot of these things and suggesting that implying you can, you know, I don't know. We don't know what he really thought, but there are all these, there's a lot of things like that where you're just really surprised that seems to be going against the script <laughs> yeah. of what you expect. Um, but you have to have that kind of thing or there's no hope, I guess. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, you do. And, and the other big one is so throughout the first section, the hell section and the purgatory section, he's accompanied by the Roman poet Virgil, who was his hero. It was Dante's literary hero. Yeah. And he died before, I think before Jesus was even born. So he's in hell, but he gets released from hell temporarily to be Dante's guide through hell and through purgatory. And, you know, even though he's condemned, he's in limbo, which is not, which is a, not a bad place to be. It's like, that's where like the virtuous pagans and. They weren't know, Christian. No, they weren't Christian. So they can't be. Ah. Uh. They can't go to heaven, but they live. They're not like uh, they're not tortured. They're not in pain. They just live without hope. Is the line? Yeah. Uh, but you know they're all hanging out together. So Virgil's hanging out with Plato and Socrates, and which sounds know, like are, heaven to some people, like you, maybe. Yeah, except except they're they're except in the scheme, like the goal of of all being is to be reunited with God. So mm. they're 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 comfortable in a sense. They have like a castle and a and a stream and and a green grass and pleasant company, but they are eternally divided from their source and home that they want to return to mm. um, just by nature. You can't, they can't escape it. Nobody can escape it. Dante would say that desire to, to, to go back to be re to be reunited with our source. And so they're, you know, it, it's the best, it's the best you can, you know, it's, it's a good hell. <laughs> if you have to go to hell, that's where you want to go. But, but what's so interesting <laughs> is that, you know, Dante says that Virgil lived without sin. And he loves him like a father. You know, he calls him father, maybe more than once. And Virgil refers to him as my son. Hmm. And, you know, a couple times picks him up and carries him like a little boy. <laughs> um, so they have this like really intense friendship connection. That's, you know, more than friendship. It's like a family connection, like yeah. a father and son connection. And yet he is uh, denied uh, the final sort of release, the final, the final, the final joy of of of, of being reunited uh, with with God and getting to see God, um, you know. But even there, even there, there's a there, there's a scene late in, in in the purgatory, in the purgatorio that that maybe could imply that that, that Virgil is eventually going to get saved. I mean, so, so so you know, hopefully you're getting like a taste of kind of like what makes it so interesting and astonishing and weird it's just weird you know this combination of 
of orthodox sort of orthodox catholicism plus just all this bizarre very original very counterintuitive stuff it's some kind of so sticking it to them things yeah oh totally yeah Yeah. so imaginative though yes and very imaginative but also like again very orthodox at the same time so odd it's it's this very as this very creative and strange and uh well, the fact that it's within within that orthodoxy one is one reason it has such staying power. I, I, sure. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if he would have. Yeah. It's it's part of what gives it its tension and its interest to kind of see how he's operating within that context and how creative he's being within that context and how he kind of seems to subtly undermine it. And so, and so you've you taken that inspiration to make a science fiction. <laughs> yes, which yeah, sure. I, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be. I don't know if I could, I, I, I could, I, I can't speak as enthusiastically about what I'm doing as what he did at the moment. But, um, but you know, it, it's it's a similar. I'm doing a similar sort of thing. And you wouldn't, where, you wouldn't where there's not an necessarily. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's very. Uh, it's, it's very it's very it's very different but it's similar in the sense of just trying to paint a picture of this full range of you know kind of the worst human suffering with also this sort of idealistic enlightenment possibility at the other end so so that's okay. part of what what I'm doing well and and then I guess people that read this a normal person or whatever um, your book or that book I mean, we think about where 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 do we fall on the spectrum and the choices right. that we make and have made and and you know and, and i think all of us at this point in our lives we're all in our mid 50s uh but i think we all you know you kind of look back and say what if i would have done that I, you don't want to live in that that realm of the should have done or would have done or could have done but i i know you think it, what it's like a parallel universe. What if I would have done this? I would, you know, would I have done this or would I have been happier if I would have made this choice instead of that choice? I don't know if that's, but this is like on a cosmic scale, I guess, or whatever, but yeah, but, I think we can all draw something from that um, in our own lives, but. Oh, t- totally, totally. And that, that is what Dante was up to in large part that, that he, you know, he has this experience you know, in the story. Like he's a, he's a character in his story and wait wait sorry so he makes himself a character yeah oh yeah he's in it yeah he says i saw i saw this This, journey yeah this happened to me i you know yeah yeah he himself is it's a character is the main character in the story yeah yeah i mean that's another thing that seems kind of sacrilegious right it's like this guy's telling the story where he's like describing himself as actually going to hell and actually going to purgatory and actually seeing god insofar as god can be seen Um, wow it's kind of questionable, right? That's not very orthodox. And he wasn't a, he wasn't thrown in prison? No. I mean he was he was in exile. He was a political exile, but oh. for his political his political activities, not not his his poetry. But I think it was the Divine Comedy was sort of forbidden by the church for for at least a few decades, but then it was just too popular. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say I was gonna say, Phil, that 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 that's a huge part, I think, of what he was up to was to kind of show this range of choices and, and, and types of person and yeah. to have the, have us reading it and his contemporaries reading it say, well, wait a minute. What, what are my choices? What am I doing? I, do I want to be one of these people that 
suddenly at the last moment realizes, oh, I made this horrible mistake and I should have lived my life a different way. I should have lived with, you know, not chasing money and I should have been, you know, um, faithful to my, to my spouse and my, my, my country and my, or my city and the church. And, you know, I was given this authority uh, as an official of the church or of the state and I betrayed it for, for personal gain. Um, you know, so it was, in fact, when he goes to, to the, into the sky, into the, into the heavens, so he travels through the planets is the way it's portrayed. Uh, he's given a commission by one of his ancestors who, who was, I think he died on like a crusade. <laughs> and, uh, and he says, you know, you're, this is happening so you can go back to earth and write about it. Wow. And tell this story to other to your fellow human beings. So it's an evangelical sort of tract in that sense. Like he's trying to to convey a message, to try to save people and you know try to wake up society, because he felt like his like Italy and you know uh, the world had kind of gone off the gone off the rails. So um, this remind reminds me a little bit of uh, a time many years ago, Lee, where. We played through a video game adaptation <laughs> of Dante's Inferno. I don't think we quite finished it, though. No, um, no, thank that God. Was... Uh, <laughs> it was like I, three I just, in the I morning. That I, was like, uh... I vaguely remember yes. playing it, and yeah, but it's basically exactly like Dante's Inferno. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he he had to swing on. Uh, yeah, I was just buttress, reading buttresses or something um, thing and. His primary weapon is a scythe that can be used in a series of combination attacks and finishing moves. Yeah, that's basically yeah, that's basically it. Attack <laughs> combinations I mean, and abilities. I mean, there can is be some action for souls. There is a little action. Yeah, but but not not a lot of fighting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I remember it being. I mean, it was kind of we got kind of a kick out of it, but it was really a slog. Yeah, I think you basically just have endless. Hard demon fights that you have to do to all these levels of hell you have to go through. Right. I've noticed that uh, some games from that time that this was released in 2010 uh, have been kind of re-released on newer platforms. This was the PlayStation three. And I noticed this one was not, <laughs> not one of the video game classics. Yeah. Well, if, it would have been, if they would have done it truer to the actual story, maybe it would have been more popular. Yeah, apparently I mean, it, it is still it is still, you know, people are still interested in, you know, hardly anybody reads the next two sections, the next two canticles. Or, yeah, that's right. They... Parts. But, but, you know, people focus on the Inferno because it's the most graphic and gory and and dramatic, even though it's you know, the other two are also really, really fascinating. And I think, yeah, the Purgatorio is in some ways the most interesting. Yeah, I'm but hardly guessing. anybody ever gets past the inferno. I, I wonder if the yeah, so I I often I'm 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 fond of this uh, subgenre of movies that is by some critics has been called film blanc, and it's uh, it, you know it's a play on words on film noir, and it it's the idea of, of these little class of movies that uh, are talking mostly about heaven and purgatory and things like that and. I wonder how much influence there was there, the way they depict um, people who are not getting to heaven or stuck or something like that. I think that must have had a lot of influence there. Yeah. 
Well, it's influenced a lot of things, I'm guessing. It sounds very... Uh, <laughs> can't even imagine reading that at the time. Although maybe a lot of people didn't. Was it... I mean, they didn't... Uh, what? How, how, uh, how widespread was reading this book back then? Uh, I mean, it became pretty popular at the time. Okay, but, you cool. Know, he, he, he wrote it... You know, but there's probably there's probably a limited audience because uh you know limited literacy and well that's more, why i'm getting into class or something more expensive. Expensive. books were sure. not mass to, yeah. produced yeah um but yeah but but it became very and also it was in this uh tuscan dialect of italian uh so it wasn't written in latin it wasn't written in some language that Everybody, oh, everybody in Europe, all the educated people in Europe could read. Oh, right okay. outside of Italy, it was not. Yeah, so but I mean, eventually it did become. It would get translated. Popular. Yeah. And actually, like, the so the dialect of, of Italian <clears throat> that Dante wrote in, like, <laughs> like the, the Divine Comedy was so popular and so successful over time that his dialect of Italian became Italian, <laughs> became a modern Italian, became the modern kind of Italian language. Holy shit. So it shit. had this decisive, yeah, that's like how powerful an impact wow. he had as a writer, that he sort of helped create the, the modern form of the language. A true so it's in your top three books. This is my transition. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the yeah. king of transitions. Yes. If you had a top three books, what would they be? Maybe you're not prepared for those. That's, I know it's hard to pick a top three of, oh my God, uh, your oh, top three books ever. Oh my, 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 my top three. That you you can list the ones you're writing. Well, that would be like, it would, it would be The Divine Comedy and then James Joyce's Ulysses and then yeah. probably Moby Dick. You know? So I like these big sort of epic angle thick. stories. Yeah, thick. <laughs> thick. Thick, thick Moby Dick. Thick, thick epic. Thick, thick epic. Get some thick Moby Dick. It's totally epic, man. Well, and that's yeah. your your books are your books are big. They're 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 thick. Yeah, yeah. Big oh yeah, no, it's it's not a coincidence that that I that those are like my three favorite things. You know, they're all very quirky and weird and epic and big and and have a you know, a strong sort of mythological religious element to them. Yeah. So that's sort yeah. of my, that's, that's my bag. Go. That's my bag. It's kind of my curse because that's not really the, in terms of like trying to get a large readership or, or move books or get publishers, that's not really the the best sort of thing, but yeah. it's what I, it's what I care about. It's what I really enjoy and love doing. And there's an audience for that though. I, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I think so. Well, we'll all anxiously await the uh, Netflix series based on your novel <laughs> or, or the video games. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. The actual books. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just wait for the wait for the Netflix the Netflix versions or the video games. Yes. I, if if I, I'm just saying I'm somehow cool. you know it's Ryan Reynolds as. <laughs> if, if you oh, can... he, he, Ryan Reynolds would be good for my Dante character. There you go. Well, Better if get you moving could... before he's dead. <laughs> if you can yeah, find it, if I you can find a spot him. for me in the movie, I'll. I'll oh, I'll try. totally. Oh no, I do have anyway. a, I do have a character. I have. To, he's almost. I'm not I can say play more name. than one. 
I'm not going to say he's based on you, but um, <laughs> well, one of the fun things about this story that I'm working on is that, so with my, my fantasy series, right, that takes place in this totally other world. So I can't yeah. directly use anything I know or, you know, actual places and people. Yeah. I mean, indirectly, I can. Indirectly, sure. So, but with the current project, uh, you know, the, the, the Earth part of it, takes place almost entirely in the twin cities so, I, so i'm using i'm using places i've lived and that i've been and visited oh fun in the story okay and and you know this sounds really cool yeah and uh and, and like i'm not i'm not like basing any of the characters like just on like one person yeah uh, there's like pieces of amalgamation sure. the di- yeah there's different pieces of different people in different characters um but you know the characters are all their own their own things so it's like nobody's literally in the book as themselves <laughs> but but pieces of them may may, may show up oh you know. well I, I look forward to that's a time-tested it. move yeah yeah oh yeah well that's totally. very exciting so top threes we transitioned whether ahead, other Phil. people are ready or not <laughs> Top three what? <laughs> top three, top three. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Do, 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 that, do, does what I said count, or do I? Because I have three others. Yeah, I I think it does. If no, no, I mean, he can still he can still use his top three. Twenty-two. Well, yeah. Here, okay, me, you go again. If I if I talk too much, you're the guest. You can talk oh. more. <laughs> Yeah, but plus, I'm sorry. Plus, that's that's, no, that's, that's true. You can edit that way. So. <laughs> yes, you can always edit. So I'll add so, myself talking a lot more later. <laughs> Actually, that would be really funny. No, I don't. It's like you. It's like it's edited. <laughs> like later, it's edited. It's like like ninety percent you talking. And, I have final cut. And so. it's it's like you know like I'll, I'll I'll like say like a sentence, then you interrupt. You're like, well, you know, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the, the point comedy minutes. was actually about. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I read it on the Wikipedia. Yeah, I think you were incorrect when you said uh... <laughs> Virgil was actually not. Virgil. Virtue? Is that is that kind of a play on Virgil Virtue? Uh, no, you know, I don't know. Probably. I, I'm just probably his name probably means something. Yeah. Well, and then we don't know Tuscan. Yeah. Was that a that's he a was, Star you know, Wars? He, thing. he was a he was Italian, so that's part of yeah. That, that's what they called the Sand People, Phil, the, the Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders. Oh, that was a yeah. reference to that George the, Lucas. Can you come? That's with because his own he word. ate at the Olive Garden too much or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if you look at him today, you you know he's had unlimited bread baskets, but that's fine. <laughs> the never also, ending possible. Also, when you think think about it, like, doesn't like Boba Fett sound like a Olive Garden dish? (laughs) Boba Fett. It's like, yeah, Fett, like Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I have an extra Boba Fett with a calzone. Boba Fett. No, no, it's with, Boba Fett. With the basket or sauce. Chiante. Chiante. In Italian, it's F E T E. (laughs) Boba Fett. Feta, right? Like the Greek cheese, yeah. Yeah. It's... Oh, it's wait, well, yeah, that's confusing. All right, all right. Oh my god. Top three, 
Bro, okay. Top three, top three. So, so, so my so my top three is the top three reasons for why there's still hope. Oh my! Which which he should have gone last. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, you can edit me and put me last. <laughs> I don't have time. Well, of course, that phrase "there's still hope" has a lot of resonance for sure for us. Yeah, because yeah. We recorded a a, a famous. Skin. Yeah. Well, I think so. I mean, to us. Well, yeah, it does loom somewhat large. <laughs> it is. It is one of our best ones. Sure. And it's. Yeah. I don't know. Somehow representative of our struggles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we well, were you and I, we're, Lee and I were kind of most of it. But Lee it was... and I were kind of playing off of our some of our. We were exaggerating our personalities into the other person or whatever the other oh, character. That's, that, that's actually that's true. I forgot. I forgot that. Point. I. Yeah. But it's like it's like this. You know, the spaceship We're kind of making fun of each other. Yeah, the spaceship runs out of gas in outer space, which is something that happened to me. Uh, that's another part of the yeah. story, except it wasn't outer space. It was it was on Earth, and it was a um, car. Yeah, it was a truck. Yeah, yeah, it was a pickup truck. And so the, the the spaceship runs out of gas, and the captain is just totally panics. And it's like you know we're all gonna die. This is terrible. There's no hope. And and then Phil, you're the I don't know the first officer. I don't remember. If we specified who everyone, who <laughs> no, I don't think exactly. any of us had characters. <laughs> we just went I mean, into I mean, it. I was the I was the captain, I think. But sadly, Sean is was not on that one. No, he was. I don't know. Anyway, that might be what, a bonus. Bonus. What we use? What, what did we use for for space sound effects? I, I there was Sean. some noises in the background. I don't know if we pre-recorded kind something. Kind of an ambient sort of thing. So, so, so the story, you know, is just basically that they run out of gas and, and the, 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 yeah, the captain I'll, I'll is, is sure they're going to computer sounds in the back. Yeah. So. Thank you. And, and the captain or whoever, whoever I am is like convinced that, that we're all going to die a painful death and there's, there's no hope. And then Phil's character is like, oh, there's, there's always hope and keeps coming with all these far-fetched reasons, like how they're going to, how we're going to actually survive. And, and then John's character was like a sort of. And I had to play a really bad, bad version of Spock or Data, who who would would read out whatever the odds supposedly were. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, the chance of being blah blah blah. Yeah, of being <laughs> ten million to one or whatever or, it was in a yeah. very, or, or the entire crew being able to survive on one box of oopy goopy choco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or discovered by yeah. aliens and then, yeah, discovered by or the aliens by wouldn't aliens, yeah. shoot us on sight. Well, now we don't need to show. We don't need to hear. <laughs> and, the and then by the end, I oh think, no, <clears throat> don't play I, I the think whole thing. Lee's, Lee's We're character about it. <laughs> pretty much suggests that we might as well all kill ourselves rather yeah. than wait for the yes. end. Yeah. I think he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Like, Spoiler alert! We have the laser. We have this. La- he, he shoots himself like fifty times with a laser. Oh, it goes on for like. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sound like, effect! I forgot about that. It goes on for like, like a, a minute. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's like a minute. It's okay, a funny, that's a lot better than I remember. Actually, it, it is. It's a really funny idea. And then, so after <laughs> that happens, then suddenly someone realizes that there's an there's extra a, fuel tank. Yeah, there's an extra fuel tank. There's a backup fuel tank that nobody knew about. Oh, that's some good dark humor. Which is what happened to me with my pickup truck. I Which is what happened to you. I thought I'd run out of gas. Yeah. What was that in the? Uh, what was that zone <laughs> in like, South so Dakota it's that like we call novel? Like adapting. <laughs> yes. What was the zone in 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 South Dakota where all the car the problems? Triangle. Had? The Murdo the triangle. triangle. Yeah. yeah is that where you figured out so. your auxiliary tank? Probably. No, I didn't. I didn't figure it out. I had to. 
Because <laughs> you couldn't call somebody. No. This was you couldn't call your dad on a cell phone 80s. and said, flip flip the switch, Lee. There's an auxiliary tank. Yes. Well, I, I, there, was a, there was a switch, and I thought it was the right switch, but it wasn't. It was some other switch. Somebody so switched I just, the switch. Know, you know, he, he, somebody showed it to me or tried to explain it to me. I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So, so I walked, I, fortunately I wasn't too far from a gas station, like two or three miles or something. So I walked back, got gas. And then, then of course I get home and it's like, Oh no, well the, the switch is down here, kind of under the seat. You had a whole other tank Lee. Yes, I did. But this, this, but this, I didn't give up hope is, is the important thing. Stupid. Yeah. Yes. You didn't shoot yourself. Hopeless, no. Yes. I did not but you give didn't, up. You didn't have a gun though. So no, but I maybe could have thrown myself onto an electric fence. <laughs> so <laughs> electric but i did like that's a pretty low voltage but i don't know <laughs> yes, yeah i know. probably wouldn't have done it even with some pokey Whoopie, goopy, all right so your yeah. top three reasons for there's still hope talk about a sidetrack holy shit no yeah. it's okay my, my, it's, my all, top, it's all good my, my top three is going to be pretty short like uh the first thing is just uh, just how inspiring it is. Just the, some of the science stuff that's been happening. Yeah. It just reflects our just curiosity and our just absolute brilliance. Like just how brilliant human beings can be. You know, like the Webb Space Telescope yeah. and this per- this Perseverance Mars lander that they that that is uh, amazing landed. Yeah. You know, on Mars a year or two ago. Perseverance Ar- is a good name. Yeah, it is. And then this Artemis rocket that they shot around the moon here recently. And, you know, we're going to be going back to the moon apparently after yeah. 50 years. And um, and they did some kind of a fusion breakthrough. Yes. Which that was potentially very big. And that was, that I was actually, hearing that was actually, about that. that was actually my next thing. So I was kind of dividing it up into kind of a, just a pure science, right? Just like just yeah. curiosity and, 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 and just our just in, ingenuity in trying to understand the universe and, and it's able to do these amazing amazing things like how can we like land the um you know a robot on mars that's driving oh that was crazy the all um, the different steps that needed to be involved that had to that had to happen in the right sequence and the right yeah i mean it was yeah. technically i mean oh my god yeah, i like, can how, imagine being on that ops yeah, you're like how could it how could these <laughs> things actually work um, oh, it, it, and this, everything has to go in order and on time, and otherwise it's fucked. yeah, yep. Or, or like this, uh, just like one little detail that just really struck me. So with this Webb Space Telescope, the the mirrors is it the thing's like eighteen feet across or something. The, the, the system of of sixteen or eighteen mirrors, I forget how many there are. Um, so I don't remember the the square footage of the space, but it's it's coated in gold. Yeah, um, because gold is like it's it's good for reflecting and gathering infrared light, apparently, and so it's 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 covered in in a layer of gold, um, which isn't too amazing. But what just blows my mind is the amount of gold. Like the layer of gold is so thin, it's only like fifty atoms thick, <laughs> and it's the Damn. same amount of gold that you would find in a wedding ring. On this whole Dang. eighteen, on this whole entire giant foot. surface of this of this telescope, wow! And just like that's pretty cool. 
it's mind blowing <laughs> that we're able to do things like that. And so, yeah, then the other thing was like the, just technology. Like, so John, you were mentioning about this fusion discovery, which is going to take years, maybe even decades. I don't know. To, but to I think every, like, we were all surprised they have made any progress on it. Yeah, but just but but it's like kind of the, the you know. It so might not take that long, fiction, though. You know? Yeah, it might. Yeah, yeah, it might not. I think take that these long. things build exponentially, and we got AI, and who knows? Yeah. And the most important thing is that they they apparently have shown that it can work. Like that's the most important thing because the question before was, yeah. well, it would be sure nice if we could just. Um, yeah, it was always get, this get, really abstract, you know, concept. Yeah, that, yeah. The, maybe it won't work. Oh, ha ha! Fusion uh-huh, science yeah, fiction, uh-huh. Isaac Asimov. Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe maybe it can actually be done. Now we know what can, it can be done. So that is going to be a huge revolution. You know, we're going to have this very cheap, powerful energy source. Can it make good weapons too? That's important. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we really need. Yeah, it's like you're. Well, that that's what'll make it happen. So no, <laughs> yes, because weapons in the porn industry seem to drive all. They put all the money into. Yeah, it's it's the future. Advances. Fine. Weapons and porn. <laughs> we need a weapons and porn party. Porn drone. To disrupt the political system. Oh yeah, I'm um, in. And also, you know, the artificial intelligence stuff is scary. Yeah, I was about to make a joke about how Chat but, GBT is going to write your book for you or something. Yeah. Oh, it would. No, it's going to happen. Everyone's going to be able to write a novel here pretty soon. There's going to be some sort of like a template. Yeah, Rob, Rob get busy. Get, you get, just put in. You just up. put in the character names, the basic plot. You know, sounds like Harry Potter, and it'll write a decent. It'll oh. seriously. It'll probably and, be able to and for write songs a too. Songs is a big thing. Yep, yep. It's going to be able to write. It's going to be able to create songs and images. Music. It's already doing that now. I'm seeing yep. some of that on the internet. It's it's yep. kind of crazy. Yeah, but you can also see the flaws in it, like. Like with the images, like like it can't figure out fingers. A lot of but times either, you see but either the fing- could like... fingers are like really messed up, or there's six of them, or like like AI. From what I can tell, it's amazing, but it is fucking dumb as a rock. It doesn't well, it doesn't actually know anything. And it draws from everything that's on the internet, kind of. So yes. a lot of that is porn. But if you look if you look back, I mean, Disney couldn't get fingers right either. I mean, Mickey. <laughs> And Mickey had like three fingers. Yeah. So I don't well, know. D- Disney was an AI. <laughs> it was actual intelligence. <laughs> oh. Creative intelligence, CI. Yeah. And our um, guest, Lee Howard, but, is a but, CI but, person. Yeah. But there's, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be some really positive uh, aspects to it as well. Like it's going to be able to solve problems or make discoveries. Oh, everything's on a spectrum. I mean, it's we, like that we can't alone. Yeah, it, all of these things create wonderful things and awful things. You yep. know. Yep. So I don't know which um, will rule out. Is I I don't want to be pessimistic, but it kind of feels like <laughs> the the shitty stuff seems to be more. Uh, heavily weighted in that area but whatever i mean it, it, it seems like it in some ways but also i think we it can our our sort of environment undervalues the positive yeah and, we've and, talked and, about and, that and, 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 and accentuates the negative it's like we're sort of 
being told that oh things are always getting worse. It's the feedback and that, loop, and that, that good things that the good things that have happened in the past somehow don't like really count, and even though you know like the fact that two hundred years ago, I mean there was slavery in this country, and women didn't have the right to vote. It wasn't that and, long and ago, there, and, and there were no and there were no vaccines. You know, I guess there was maybe a smallpox vaccine, but um, yeah, but you know these are like just huge huge advances that at the time nobody would have guessed that was even possible and you know but now we take it all for now we take it all for granted and then we complain about how it's not perfect yet which is you know yeah it's not perfect and we do need to do a lot of work on all these things of course but but you know we need to acknowledge it's important to acknowledge the successes in in part because in part because it needs that we need to remember that yeah bad things can happen unexpectedly but a lot of good things can happen unexpectedly too and we have we have a track record of this over the last couple hundred years of making just really astonishing progress you know i i appreciate your optimism and i'm doing my best to be optimistic as well yeah i mean but but to support you i mean our luck could run out that's that's totally there's always that's totally it's totally possible (laughs) i have we crossed some line i don't know but okay so that's your top three um Things to be wow. hopeful for. Well, my, my top three things were kind of just the just the, the pure science stuff, just the excitement yeah. of that, and the te- technology. And the final thing, which which don't want to, because we talk about this sort of thing a lot, don't need to, but just the politics that the Trumpism seems to have crested, and you know the crazies have dug in, but they're not. It just doesn't seem like they're going to be able to you know take over the country. Or and I, th- more I think of a self sabotage thing. Year, this yeah, past yeah, year was a good um, affirmation that it, even, even though it wasn't amazing, but a lot of a, a lot of people rejected that last year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It like, wasn't when, a total you know, a total red wave or whatever. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Um, and then and, and then one of the one votes that's holding the Republicans in the House is this George Santos guy who was yeah. he's he's so, he's, yeah, he's like the. What was the name of that um, Woody Allen movie? Oh, Zelig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, like, he's like the he Zelig of the yeah. house. <laughs> he's yeah. like, a, he, okay, now he was also the drag queen. And okay, he's launched yeah. a thousand memes. Yeah. and so and so this and so this you know this Trumpist sort of movement or or uh, or impulse like that's the sort of person that it's coming up with. Okay, that person yeah. is not going to. I yeah, and the quite country. frankly, um, that Santos still being in in the house is more a, a reflection of the narrow majority and the losses yeah. they had. Sure. Yeah, that if they, if they had 10 more votes in there, they would have cut him loose. Yeah. It's a sign of weakness. Yeah. yeah. And, they had, they thing, and they know because, it. Exactly. And then another thing that, that, that has just struck me is that, that most of these people are, are just con artists. Like they have no real, I don't think they have any real interest in, in power or, or doing they don't C- want certainly not service. Yeah. They, yeah, they have an want... interest in power. Yeah, but they don't want the responsibility. No. Like I think they would rather kind of be on the outside throwing excrement and not having to perform and not having to actually do any work and not having to have defend results or failure. And some of these people you know? actually want to bring down the government. <laughs> well, yeah, I the mean, bomb throwers. Yeah, but... I I think that the the long term the 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 biggest tragedy there is that um 
fewer people go into government or politics um, for the right reasons. Yeah. That, that actually, I mean, it's always been a kind of a self-centered. Yeah, I mean, you have to be a well, certain type of person yeah. to things, really things want cycle to be in through, politics. Though. Yeah, I think but, there, there, there's been a bit of, uh, you know, with after Trump got elected, I think there were a lot of people that came out of the woodwork. Uh, yeah. More, more idealistic mm-hmm. and more, you know, running for office at the lower levels and. Yeah. Um, well, but we need, but, we need, yeah, we yeah. need more of that. And it is discouraging, right? Like who wants to be a member of Congress, right? That's like, it seems yeah. like, that, oh, that's like a shit a, show. It really it's like is. A, yeah, there, at there are really talented purgatory. people there too. So it, it's it is purgatory, yeah. Yeah. John, so do you have and a lot of the uh, best people are retiring and Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I will just do a kind of a easy one that I could just come up with since I didn't prepare very well. Oh, you were taking uh, a nap. D D level work here. Oh no! <laughs> I, I see. We underestimate ourselves. I'm sure a C minus. Okay. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll this I'll is the, this is a C minus episode. Okay. Um, I'll come up with my top three uh, television shows that yeah. I saw this past year, which not terribly exciting we've even talked about some of them i think but uh ones that i've seen and i don't know that they're the best ones that came out because there's so much out there who the hell knows but, but they're your top three the, the ones that I, I i kind of stuck in my mind that uh, out of those all so right the first one is probably going to be um, many people's favorite severance well um i really did enjoy that one it, it stuck with me a lot and i i I don't know if a season two will be any good, but <laughs> I really enjoyed season one. Um, number two would be the current um, Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Um, not because it's, again, it, I, I'm not putting this all on a absolute scale of how great it's written or acted because there's better in both departments. Sure. But sure. As a Star Trek fan, it kind of hit me the right way this time. And the reason yeah. for that, and I, I'm sure if our friend Eric were here, he would have some thoughts on that too. But uh, it, it kind of um, it, it, it managed to be a new show in that they have people of color and other things like that on there and um, modern special effects and all that stuff that we expect. But it also... Um, went back to uh, the, the old series episodic format for the most part. It still has a, a plot. And they had some funny episodes, the, the comedy episode. There right. is some comedy in there. It's a little lighter. Um, the, the, the arc of the um, season was not the fate of the universe, which I get really tired of in these shows. <laughs> yeah. And it just had, yeah, it had all that. Plus it, it managed to walk a really good line of so so if you don't know the show very well it's a it's mainly about the pre-captain kirk enterprise with uh, captain pike who in the original run of the show was played by jeff hunter and, and it was like a pilot episode in the it pilot, wasn't like yeah. yeah and that's um that setup is is of course while we knew we all knew from watching the original series that um there was a captain before Kirk 
and Spock was on that ship too, and he had they they had a whole bunch of adventures before Kirk came along. So that that seemed like obvious territory to make another show, and all that. That and that that's nice to to do that. Um, it limits you, of course, but there's a lot of uh, um, subtle callback to to the series that isn't isn't super. They don't go out of their way to to place these uh, aspects in there, but there are elements that if you're into the original series and know it well enough that you'll you'll just kind of go oh that's cool they brought this thing back or things like that like the the ship itself looks a lot like the basic you know look of it is sort of like the original series look of the ship but it it doesn't look like the 1960s no because the special effects i don't know (laughs) they were they were they were getting into a weird it's kind of a fusion honestly yeah yeah element design elements that are like in the in the the elevator turbo lift things it looks pretty modern but they have those weird little handles that they would grab (laughs) in the original series when they you know go to the bridge or whatever (laughs) right 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 and and that those are nice touches and you know they don't call it out you know it's which is nice no, it's just yeah. It's but, not but a whole you, episode but, about but this clever. Like like I do, you you totally you can't miss it. And there are characters like Uhura's in the show, which right, um, right. is kind of a cool touch. You get a lot more about her. And the doctor is this guy named Mbenga, who is played by an African, I believe. But um in he's he's a doctor that was in the original series, like two different episodes, I think who we he just happened to be there i don't know if uh of course <laughs> kelly was out had a conflict or whatever but there are a couple of random episodes where there's a different doctor and they oh, never explain weird. of course why he's there or where he came from or, yeah but but he's oh, the strange. doctor on this show the main guy he's McCoy the main guy hasn't come along and that that stuff's really really cool he i mean he has nothing to do with that because that he is such a non-character on the original series but they reused his name and he's a doctor so why not (laughs) just lots of little things that it doesn't really um detract from the show uh if you don't know it so so they've hung they've kind of hung this entire structure off that the pilot (laughs) yeah it's it's amazing that (laughs) exactly well the pilot (laughs) the pilot that wasn't kind of didn't even take off basically no 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 the failed pilot and not only that but that one episode where they reuse the pilot that's called the menagerie yeah, um, there there's elements of that because there's you know Spock has has to go and like abduct Pike so he can take him to the planet and all that and yeah. there's there there's a lot of reference to how loyal he is to the years he served with Pike, and so that they they build upon that quite a bit. Oh, which, weird. Yeah. So that's cool, and of course this show is a, is an offshoot of uh, Star Trek Discovery because the main lead character of that is. Uh, Spock's uh, um, half sister or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've, anyway, I've enjoyed it so far. It's been one one season. They did they did some cool stuff, and again, so, it was just nice to have that different. Um, it isn't all just this nonstop uber plot that just barrels forward every episode. Yeah, it it, it, it hit your T spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so number. Uh, three um would be probably probably the white lotus season two ah. which i recently finished watching 
I'm writing all these down, John, because I I have trouble finding things that I. Yeah. Um. And John's season one is worth watching. Season one is worth watching too. Um. <laughs> but season season two it, it takes place at this resort in the southern coast of Italy. I, I actually it's on Sicily, and uh, it's it's, it's good. Not Tuscan. It's not Tuscan. <gasps> ah, there's our crossover. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Um, yeah, I I thought it was stronger than the first season. F. Marie Abraham's in it. <laughs> F. Marie Abraham, which, which is fun. <laughs> He's actually really good. He was and, in Star Trek. Uh, well, <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's um, Captain Abraham. Yeah, <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> so th- those were probably my top three. I mean, there were some other. I I really enjoyed the Wednesday TV show. The one on Netflix about you know, Wednesday Adams. I haven't watched that yet. It was fun. It it, it it's very derivative and just kind of kind of jiffy, but uh, I I enjoyed it. I don't know. Let's see, top TV shows. Yeah. I'm not big or on that. Top but... anything. I don't know. Oh, honorable you... mention for um the uh actually that came out no well who cares was the Dick Cavett. Uh, um, did oh, Mar- Groucho Marx. Marx uh, oh, that was wonderful. Um, I really enjoyed that too. That it's was a docu- on... it's a documentary. It's is that American yeah. Masters? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. a PBS American Masters. It, it explores it explores um, the friendship between Dick Cavett and Groucho Marx, and he kept so having. Cool. No, it's it's yeah. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea that they they were. I mean, I knew he had been on the show a lot, but didn't know that they knew each other as well as they did yeah no that was very good show yeah. really like that okay phil what do you what do you got? i might watch it again well well so boy the the shows i watched i think that i liked the most were painting with john with john laurie who did the fishing with john uh documentary or series or whatever but it, it's basically just him and it, it's not from i think it's from 2021 but whatever it's basically uh, showing him painting and he talks about his stories and then he adds different things with it to people that uh, live with him or <laughs> help with the household or something like that. I'm not quite sure what the relationship is there. And, and he has his music. He was in the lounge lizards and uh, uh, in different solo groups. In fact, he did a, he did a different character called uh Marvin Pontiac, which is uh, an interesting offshoot of his music. But uh, anyway, I I really like that series. Um, Dora Hedero is an anime. Um, that's uh, my my daughter April and I watch anime together, and that was a. It was a, I don't know how to describe it, but basically, this guy gets his there's there's a world where um the wizards live in a different kind of area and the humans live in a different area and there's these doors that uh they can cross over into each realm and uh at one point this guy uh loses his head and gets a a reptile head and he's trying to get his head back i don't know i'm not describing <laughs> i'm not describing it very well i mean we've but all it, been there it's sure it's 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 very innovative <laughs> you know, emotionally or <laughs> spiritually or something 
and it's got a sense of humor. It's not a lot of anime is just all violence and screaming and and blood and uh, but this has got a little bit of a sense of humor about it too. I don't know what my third one would be. I I kind of went. I I did enjoy Stranger Things um, season three, uh, but I also I liked this year. Yeah. I also liked. I, I, I did see that. Yeah. It, it had good. its moments. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, that was I something think I'm, I'm good with it now. But uh, yeah, Kate, it was good. Kate Bush is my, my favorite. Yeah. Character. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a big deal for her. Yeah. But I, I um, Picard, I watched uh, that was that season two, I, I guess. That was I the, yeah, well, that was about this time last year, I think, when that came out. So sure. Sure. I'm a little behind, John, but on, on the on the shows. So I don't know what my third one would be, but. I watch a lot of documentaries, but I don't know which one I would pick out of that. But that that's where I went. Boy, if we do all of our top three, top threes, we're, this is going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> oh, I thought we just had each had would have one. Well, we need I, we need I don't a top anymore, three, so. top threes. Oh, I didn't oh, explain I, it very well. I, I I just thought you were just having a short circuit or something. I no, that's possible. Well, okay. I'll, so I'll also talk about well, my. I've done uh, two. I mean, my my top three books and my. Yeah. Three Do you have another top three, John? No, I don't actually. I don't think uh, I described this I, very I well. I feel like I'm really behind on yeah. current movies, so I, I don't feel like I'm 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 able I, to talk to those. I have another top three. Yeah. So my cool. top three my top three podcasts I've been on <laughs> are this Do one. Tell. The last one we did, and then the next one we do. Excellent. <laughs> you better get on that. <laughs> Maybe you could be on the sleep baseball. Oh, I do I wanna, have a. I do I have wanna, a. I want to do, do have, the sleep. The, 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 the sleep. nap. The nap, nap app. The nap, nap app. app. The nap app cast. All right, let's do that. I, I was just thinking of video games, but I've only. I think I've only played one game in the last year, so I, that's hard to make a top three. But you played it three times. No, that I think there was just one time through. They take so, so long. I have a, it's a commitment. I have a favorite recent albums list. So um, excellent. Now some of these are not from 2022, but that's fine. So Iggy Pop, he's got this new album out called Every Loser, and uh, I'm enjoying that. Not not I mean not every song that. That's the thing that I tried to get back to last year is actually listening to a whole album. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done that for a while. Probably the one of the last ones I listened to a lot of was uh, Iggy Pop's Post Pop Depression. But so this, he's he's got these, this band that comes, you know, and and makes the tracks and stuff, and he adds things or whatever. But it's still kind of an Iggy Pop album. That's fine. But he was working with these different groups. And he did, he did another album called Free, which was which was really interesting. But so every loser is good. Um, I want to I want to hear more of new band. I, I will say new, but in twenty twenty two was Wet Leg. It's two gals. They're doing some really fun stuff. They did a. I think their their most popular song recently was Shade Lounge, um, but they've done some really fun videos um very quirky and i don't even know how to explain it exactly but uh, i'm enjoying that 
And of course, I saw Adrian Blue live and I got his most recent album. I think out of, I don't know how many albums he's had, 23. But um, uh, Elevator, that was a good one. Now, the one I'm looking forward to the most is Peter Gabriel. Now, he's mm. got a he's got an album called coming out called the Gabe. Uh, Panopticom. Panopticom, or whatever it's called. But, uh, man, he's putting out some videos on his uh, full moon, whatever. I don't know. So, but he, he's really getting in, into the explanation of things. And uh, if, if you're into, into that kind of heady stuff, and, and Peter Gabriel, go check that out. But uh, he's got, I, it's, I think the new album is going to be called I.O. And uh, I don't know what that means. He always has these very short yeah. <laughs> album names. He's but, pretty lazy. <laughs> but But the concept is just crazy when you hear him talk about it it's, it's really really wild but anyway it's mm. pretty deep it's not maybe not divine comedy deep but it's pretty deep it's deep for an album yeah no that sounds interesting have any of you watched this yellowstone stuff lee have you no. the yellowstone of the prequels i watched we jody and i watched half of yellowstone and then she was like i think i would rather watch um so you watched half the first season or half the series? No, half of the first episode, which was like the first episode oh. of Yellowstone is like five hours. It must have been a double feature <laughs> or something. Yeah, but, we, um, we, I, I watched a few episodes. So I mean it was good, but I, I just couldn't I, I, I just couldn't say I, I can't see myself devoting that 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 amount of time. I I like I like I got I got what they were getting at already, I think, enough. But anyway, so we, she, you know, Jody likes these historical uh, fiction stuff, and she wanted to go back farther in time. So we watched, and I and I looked online, and they said, "Well, you don't need to really watch them in order. That's fine, because <clears throat> Yellowstone is the first one that was produced, but then they had prequels that were made later." So we started watching 1883, which was uh, I I'm I like it. I, the, I I don't know that the one and that's the yeah. one with Harrison Ford in it, right? No, that's 1923 or something. Oh, okay. So 1883 this is the one with Sam is, Elliott? has got yeah. Oh, okay, Sam okay. Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. No, he's and I'm sure funny. he's going to get killed off pretty soon, and then <laughs> I'll give up. Mister Mustache. I I I know he'll get killed off pretty soon, and I'll stop watching the show. But for now, it's fine. It's got Tim McGraw. I didn't realize this. I didn't know who funny. the actors were, and Faith Hill. I think there must they might be married even, but uh, some country uh, music people. Uh, so, but actually, they're really good, and I'm glad I didn't know that when I first started watching it because maybe I'd be like Tim McGraw or whatever. But he's good. But they have these weird cameos, like uh, oh no, this we'll have to edit this part out. I'm trying to the guy who did all those movies, and he was supposed some buddies, and Tom uh, Hanks. Tom Hanks has this cameo. So the Tim McGraw character is, uh, there has been a battle in the Civil War, and he's just looking at, he he, he come, becomes more, he, he uh, wakes up, I guess, after being, everything is in, it, it's just everyone's dead, and everything's blown up and everything. And and uh, Tom Hanks' character comes in, and, and he's from the Union, and, and uh, Tim McGraw's character is from the... 
the non-union and the confederacy as you might say and <laughs> like the teamsters <laughs> the teamsters and uh <laughs> and he sits he sits by him on a log or on a part of a blown up cannon or something and but tom hanks i'm like why is in a in a way tom hanks was like he's only in there for like a minute at most he seems like he's underused but it was kind of interesting but the other cameo later is uh billy bob thornton shows up as a marshal and uh shoots some people so i don't know i jody and i are enjoying that one the voiceovers get a little heavy but uh you know, I'm kind of coming around to it. It's, it's pretty poetic. It talks a lot about freedom and the the land. Yeah, and the difference between <laughs> independence and freedom, which I thought was uh, there's some kind of profound things in there. But you kind of like, eh, this is kind of it. Is this hitting you over the head with this, or is it profound? It is a fine line sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, so there. I will also throw one more endorsement out for uh, only murders in the building which season are you on that. um i'm in the middle of season two which i've been enjoying quite a bit yeah i watched the first one and i liked it yeah i i think it gets better i and... mean the first episode <laughs> oh okay yeah well it that's definitely it it gets def- a lot better oh, no i know it will i know it it, um they in season two i feel like the writing is a little funnier too like they, they okay. use martin in short much better um, there's some really funny things, and, and also the show has a a surprising amount of sweetness in certain points. Cool. Um, yeah, I I, I really uh, enjoyed it, and lots of interesting cameos too. <laughs> yeah, really they're fun. filming season three now, I guess, and Glenn Close is in it. Paul oh, Rudin. Okay. Well, I, I I was the one that surprised me that I didn't know about was that Shirley MacLaine shows up for an episode. <laughs> oh, fun! So. Yeah, that that I've enjoyed that. And it's also alert. one of these well done but still half hour episode shows, which is not that common. Well, no, I've got a lot of uh, good shows on my palate. Get there are no divine comedies, but they'll get you through the night. <laughs> no, yes, they'll. It's good. You need a break from the divine comedy. <clears throat> oh, that's too much. That's right. <laughs> well, Lee, I'll make sure and put a a link to one of your things and down in the notes and give us some links, man. Give us some links. Yeah. Give us the sausage. Give us the sausage. I don't know. (laughs) Peter Gabriel's got a new album coming out. So that's exciting. I don't know if you'll, you know, so John and I saw, uh, with our wives at the time, saw Peter Gabriel. I, well, that that doesn't sound right. Cause I, Sorry, I, I'm still married to my. There's something but, well, you need to tell us, Phil. No, no, no. I'm still married. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't checked my email for. Well, that's. Uh, yeah. that's <laughs> I, I thought maybe you had two for for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we got to see Peter Gabriel yeah. uh, in Minneapolis there at the. Oh, I forgot that. Some kind of a late what was 90s that? was that or. Oh man, it, you know, and they had these. I think it was early, early aughts. As they say. The, the, yeah, it was in the 90s. But the sound would sh- just shut down because uh, like Peter Gabriel is like trying to do this stuff that it was still an incredible, uh, incredible thing to watch. It was still an incredible thing to watch. But yeah. and, and the blind he does, he does boys from Alabama were there. 
Oh my God. But yeah. anyway, and uh, he's riding a bike, but and it's like a theater in the round kind of thing. And it was crazy, but, but the sound would shut down. And it, I was reminded by somebody on Facebook that uh, a friend of a friend that he had promised he would return to the twin cities to, uh, to make up for that. And, and he never has since. And, I'm and I don't, sure he's been I, on tour much since then. No, I know. But, but, uh, I don't see any tour dates for this area. He usually goes to, you know, some cities he would actually like to visit besides Minneapolis, but um, that's fine at his level. But who knows? But anyway, I'm looking forward to that album. And uh, yeah, he always connects with other artists. And uh, good for he, him. It, it, it seems like he, if you if he you listen to the if you listen to these, uh, he'll talk about the the song. And, and he'll get into the production and stuff like that. He's really getting in deep in some of these things. And uh, he's, he has two two mixers. One is doing the light the light mix, and one is doing the dark mix. So, of course, I'll probably like that one better, but that's fine. So I guess he's going to have two mixes of each song. I don't know. He's crazy. He's got that bald bass, bass player guy on there. So Ooh, Tony Levin, yeah, he's still yeah. kicking on the... Oh, well, the bold ones are the best. One of the greats. I did. I did once. Runs around the stage with a lab coat on or something like that. I, <laughs> I, I got to get that look going. Yes. I, <laughs> I might be harder did, for you to run around, though, John. I did no. say <laughs> if get some wheels a couple years oh, ago. OK, we, you, you can wheel. <laughs> that would be dramatic. Wheeling your <laughs> wheeling your base around. Yeah, run over people. Rocking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Just I did totally one, jazzing out. At one point, I said, "John, we'll get a band together, but you have to shave your head." But yeah, I don't know. You don't that was one be... of the funnier parts when um, Raphael Warnock got reelected. There was a little Twitter exchange between him and uh, uh, what's his name uh, from New Jersey, Cory Booker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cor- Corey was like, well, "Well, welcome to the the Bald Brother Caucus," or something. <laughs> The BB cuts. It was. It was. It was good. Yeah. Don't that's, say BBC nice. though. That's different. On that note. Yeah. I th- I, are we good? We done? Sure. Are we I, good? I need to. I need to eat something. I'm getting. Yeah. Getting I have, things. I usually eat eat at like four thirty. Because I take a nap and then I, you know, uh, want to eat. It's a good time to eat. Are Are either of you in AR, AARP yet? Can't, no. are, are we allowed? They keep trying, don't, but I. Don't you, I, don't I it's weird. Don't you it's have weird. You don't even. I don't. I, I don't understand how. They just let like you in, cri- no matter your age. I don't. I don't get the criteria, but I'm not retired, and I'm not even that old. But I. I, I am a member now. And I'm. I'm very proud of that. And you are a person, <laughs> so you check all the boxes. I think I checked one of. I. I, I checked one of them. I think if, that's if, the minimum. If, if you pay the the dues, I think they'll let you. No, <laughs> that's I think that's where it's at. It's twelve dollars a year, folks. And what do they do for you? I don't know. I get some emails. <laughs> wow! Oh, that's great. I get emails. I think I get discounts. Too. I don't feel alone. And I have to. I print them out. I'm in this in association. All right. Yeah, that you you get an extra card to demand discounts at cheap restaurants <laughs> i get to yell at people oh you know, my this hash does... browns weren't crispy enough 
I, I do have a short anecdote. So uh, a few weeks ago, I was at Walgreens picking up some items and I'm, you know, getting checked out. And the girl behind the counter says, would you like the senior discount? <laughs> Never ask that. <laughs> I, that's I, fine. I just said no. Th- I said no. But I was like wearing my ball cap and, you know, I got this gray in the beard. And uh, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's probably like 17 or 18 you know, to me. Right, to, her, to her, I probably look, no like an, I, I look like an old guy, you know. We're 80. But, but it's like that was a that was a first. Wow, that was a that was the first time that's happened to me, or for me. I don't want to be negative about it. Yeah. I, I I had a weird interaction, and then maybe we'll end on this, and because I have final edit, I'll have to. But uh, so this, I don't know who this was. We we have people show up at work that usually only work remote, and then every now and then they show up on campus, and this this gal came in and I don't know who she was because she was probably hired before during remote time. And I've never seen her in a different unit in our department. She had these floral pants and I said, your pants are fantastic. And you know, she was kind of, I Midwesterners don't know, really know how to take compliments. Yeah. And I said something like, I don't think I could pull those off. And she said, I think you just did. (laughs) (laughs) But but right. I don't I, but I I did I didn't want to, I didn't want to pursue that because I'm at work but I think it was just that awkward mid, midwestern thing where I don't think that's what she meant to say. Yeah, that's like <laughs> score. Wow. <laughs> An earlier version I, of me I, would I have to, kept going with that, but I need to remember to compliment women more often. No. Yeah, just get in that weird awkward space. That's what I do. Yeah, it's a winner. Yeah. I love your pants. Those pants are fantastic. I don't your, think I could pull those. Your off. jeans. I don't think I could pull those off. Ah. I didn't say it like that. Wink, <laughs> wink. Inflection is everything. Nudge, nudge. No, I didn't even mean it like that. Oh no, no, I know. We know. Okay. okay, I hope she knew. You were making a. You were actually making a much more sophisticated joke. I think I could, I I might be, I might have been reported to HR, but whatever. (laughs) Well, Lee, thank you. She should be reported to HR. Right. Yeah, it wasn't me. She's. I have witnesses. Sounds like like she's the one that took it to a different. Yeah, mind in the gutter. She interpreted it. No, she. It was some weird accident. I I refuse to believe that's what she meant to say. (laughs) Because I'm 54 and she was not. Anyway. Fine. Thank Thanks, you, Mr. Lee. Lee. Oh, you're welcome. Thank Mr. you. Lee. This, this was not a C minus episode. This was definitely a, at least a B minus. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, kind of being sleep deprived and yeah. maybe a little bit sick can kind of put you into a different zone. And, sometimes and now, now <laughs> sometimes can, the zone is good. <laughs> we, we can do a Dante's Inferno song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yikes. <laughs> no pressure there. I think I would like a song about about the extreme, the extreme extremity of just everything having to be more extreme. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also a good. Like, like, give us a break from the extremity. Well, yeah. you know, like you were yeah. saying about how, how you know these science fiction shows where they have to like save the whole 
fucking universe, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Everything's just got to be the ultimate thing. And that ultimate gets old. Thing. What if we just saved our own little part of one like word? Yeah, like save, <laughs> save a puppy or... Well, that save, wouldn't be very epic. Save, save big money at Menards. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we all love that at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's like at our be, age, something something actually believable <laughs> that we can I relate we're to. Something. The plausible effect. And here's the song. Appreciate 